What is going on, everybody? I am Zach. He is Matt back with The Playgrounder every Wednesday morning mm. on Dash Radio at 9 a.m. Eastern. I guess I shouldn't say we're back every week because you uh, unfortunately had to miss last week, but the I show did. went on. But this week we are back and we're we're better than ever on fire. All-Star Weekend. How's the break been? Yo, this is going to be a hell of a show. Um, so I was going to do something very corny. You, you know, like when people back As in the usual. day – as usual, right? Like, so it's gonna be very on brand. But you know, people back in the day, like, if you would be like, "Hey, I'm back," and they might do the little Eminem, like, "Guess who's back?" I'm gonna skip that because that's like played out. However, I am gonna ask you a question. What okay. is the best? What's the not the best Eminem uh, song of all time, but what's the most Eminem song of all time? The most Eminemish Eminem song. I don't. So I'm not a big Eminem fan. Like, oh, I don't no. listen to him a ton. And I was hoping you were just going to ask me what my favorite Eminem song was. Okay, I what's have your that favorite? Answer. Yeah, so what's there, your favorite? There's two. If we're going like old um, Eminem, like throwback, yeah. I like Mockingbird a lot. Mm. But the song that gets me, because when you're listening to Eminem, it's it's like it's to get amped, right? Like it's to work out. It's to get ready for something. Like you're not just yeah. driving casually, listening to him, scream out your speakers. Right. But like my favorite Eminem workout song is Godzilla with Juice World. Okay, so we are of we're not too different in age, but we're different enough to where our answers to this question are going to be. But I've like, also never been like a huge fan of his in general. Well, all right, you have to hit Eminem at a certain time of your life. Like I hit Eminem at my preteen slash teenage angsty phase, and that's when he was like at his the peak of his powers. Mm-hmm. So for me. I think the best Eminem song of all time is Superman. I recommend everyone go listen to it. Um, it's also the most Eminem-ish Eminem song. But so that, is that what you not... were hoping my answer was? I I wanted you. I just wanted to see if if we still had that spark between us. If we still had that chemistry. Well, you're like you're 50, and I'm only like 13. So there's like a bit yeah. of an age difference. Also, my chin's to... bleeding. Do you see this? My chin's bleeding. On? I picked a pimple off it. Dude, you gotta you gotta let them ripe. Yeah, that's what my mom says all the time. But I'm always just like a picker, and I just love wow, to make dude. it bleed. Yeah, no, let it let it ripe. Uh, but yeah, you're 13, and I'm 50, and I, we needed parental consent to do this podcast. <laughs> we need our parents. We need my parents to sign off every single episode. That's right, and I, that's I gotta, also you know, not true for anyone listening. And they're trying to like do true. something. I'm sure there's no one, but if anyone's trying to actually catch a legal case we are closer in age like i'm no, actually 18 and he's 40 we're <laughs> we're approaching uh we're approaching like 5000 downloads dude i think people are listening so pat, Yo, pat on the back my chin is bleeding so much i keep wiping it off with my fingers i got like bloody dude, fingers i don't plug have it. any i don't have anything in here to plug it with like i have no i have to use my shirt and i don't want to do that just let it drip actually fun care. fact about this shirt I'm wearing under this sweater, I was working mm. a construction site, uh, demoing a basement, and I have okay, tough guy. I have like chronic nosebleeds in the winter. They just bleed. Yeah, it's, it's the dryness. Yeah, I know. I get yeah. them all the time, and I yeah. got one during that job, and I was like, okay, it's not the worst thing if it's dripping places because we're going to throw all this crap out anyway and clean up afterwards, mm. but it's still just annoying. Like I don't want to walk around with my nose dripping. We had no Kleenex. No napkins, no paper towel, just nothing was available to us. So this t-shirt I have underneath, I went to my coworker. I was like, just rip the sleeve off. And he ripped the sleeve off for me. 
I tore a piece and I stuck it up my nose. And now this shirt I'm wearing underneath it, I can't wear it as a regular shirt. I just have to yeah. wear it as like a t-shirt under sweaters. Has like a regular sleeve and then a cutoff sleeve, uh, like no sleeve on one side. I once got a nosebleed during a college final, like a presentation. Uh, oh my gosh, really? Yeah. Yeah, it's okay. I got a great grade. Um, but let's awesome. let's let's dive into. I mean, of course, let's dive into some basketball stuff. Let's do that. Basketball's enough, fun. Let's enough talk about nosebleeds. Basketball. Enough about nosebleeds. enough nosebleeds and Eminem. <laughs> How'd you like All Star Weekend, or I guess All Star Day? I enjoyed it. Um, I know that it was. It seemed like it was in jeopardy for a second because of Embiid and and Ben Simmons and yeah. Um, I had some thoughts like. I had some thoughts that I'm not going to share. Maybe I'll share with you after the show. Um, I'll just put it this way. Like there were a lot of people roasting Adam Silver and being like, just don't play the all-star game. Just don't do it. Just don't do it. Just don't do it. Who then had a blast watching the all-star game. Uh, So it's kind of virtue signaling in a little bit. Yeah, I honestly didn't mind the fact that it was just all one night because it. I liked it. They really had to compact the skills and the dunk and the three point contest. And I think it would have been nicer if the dunk contest could have been prolonged a bit. I felt like it was rushed. But as a whole, I do like that all those competitions were forced to be a little shortened because that All Star Saturday night, as fun as it is, it can be dragged on way too long. The whole thing is dragged on too long. Like the the intros to the players just move on. Right, like the intros they did. That were Play perfect the there. The intros they were perfect. Said everyone's name. Said a little thing about them. They didn't have to do like an entire show. Like they were introducing them at a concert. It was perfect. I don't even need it. I just literally just say the names and do it in one minute and move on. Yeah. Okay. What are what are your fixes, Zach, to the All Star Game? What are your fixes? I, so, I guess we can start on the Saturday night competitions first because I have a couple of those. And one okay. of them, I'm going to say, I don't know, everyone, I think almost anyone who listens to sports podcasts knows of Pardon My Take. And they came up with this idea, so I can't fully say that it was mine, but I do have some additions to their idea. And they Love basically it. were saying that the dunk competition at this point, you know, we've seen everything. And that's one thing I get really annoyed at is people on Twitter who every single dunk contest, every time someone dunks, they're like, oh, this dunk contest sucks. And it's... It's because we've seen everything. Like, the only thing we like in a dunk contest now is when people put on huge shows and have crazy props and costumes. Like, the dunks those guys threw down were pretty crazy. Like, Cassius Stanley's first 46 was amazing. It was very good. I I agree with you. I actually, I do think there are some dunks we haven't seen yet. Like, if you watch, like, the professional dunkers on YouTube. Yeah, but those guys are uh, insane. Dude, just bring them in. But that was also, okay, so that's one of my fixes for the dunk contest, we can say it, is... Man, like, who needs the NBA players? Can we just bring these guys in and have them do a show? Because it would be there way is, more fun. There is no difference in terms of notoriety between Cassius Stanley and one of those YouTubers who does those crazy dunks. There's no, like, right, if well, you're going to, you know what thing. I mean? Like, exactly. Like if, it was a, if it was a dunk contest between Zion and LeBron, then even if the dunks aren't the craziest, that's still so fun because of who they are. Where when it's these low-level NBA guys, and shout out to these guys, obviously still making the league, still fantastic at basketball. At that point, as you're as you're mentioning, I would rather just watch these guys who they dunk for a living, so they can put on a way crazier show. Exactly. So okay. So so what's your idea though? Like you want to bring in outside okay, so, guys outside of the league? 
so that was one of them. But the one for, I stole from part of my take that I want to add on sure. to is they were saying, well, I don't at this point we just have themed dunk contests. So they mentioned, like, instead of having everyone do a freestyle dunk, why don't we do, you know, a competition of who can dunk the highest ball, right? Keep raising Love the net it. and raising the net. Who can jump from the furthest? So I have some that Love I want to bring to you, and I want to see what you think of them. Okay. No shoes dunk contest. Out of 10, rate it. Eight. Eight. Eight? Would you really here's like why. to see it? Yeah, here's why. So – Okay, I want to hear Shaq and Kenny, who I'm not even a big fan of Shaq anymore, to be honest, but I want to hear Shaq and Kenny and Reggie Miller just roast everyone's feet. Yeah, that's definitely what it would turn into. That's what, that's what I want. I think that's hilarious. I think that, that's an absolutely great idea. Another one I have is you kind of incorporate a block competition and you have the league's best shot blockers and the league's best dunkers and you have them just square off against each other and you rate the block and you rate the dunk. If the guy gets postered, it's an automatic zero for the blocker. If the guy blocks the dunk, it's an automatic zero for the dunker. And you just have guys like go at each other all night. Like Rudy Gobert, Joel Embiid, they're standing under the rim ready for Anthony Edwards and Cassius Stanley to come just dunk on them. And it's just a battle. Okay, so I, I have the same idea and I'm going to expand upon it a little bit more. This is everyone's done this before. This is trampoline basketball, baby. This like everyone has that one friend who had the trampoline, put it near a basketball hoop, and you did this over and over and over. Um, here's how I would expand upon it, or like you just lower the hoop, right? So everyone's done this before. I would just do it on a random, rotating basis, right? I would take, I would limit it to only the players that are in the All Star game, and just make sure everyone is like matched up with each other at some point. So like. I think it would be hilarious to tr see Mike Conley go up and try and block like Paul George. This sounds you know so I mean? dangerous. Like no one's going for this, but this is awesome. But but I mean like the players will understand that and like Mike Conley will just kind of like run out of the way and they'll all laugh about it and it'll be super freaking funny. And like the danger is something that I have to find a way to mitigate. But you know what? Make it freaking fun. Do it. Put put some pads down there. I don't care. Be, it'll be awesome. Okay, how about this one? Whoever can dunk the heaviest ball. You know, I just... Medicine balls, they're going up to like 40 pounds, throwing them down, breaking the hardwood. Is that imp I mean, okay, I would like to see that. That would be so impressive! But I just don't know if that has the wow factor. Did you, you know? know what I mean? <laughs> Yo, this is kind of off topic. Not really off topic, but kind of a switch up. When I went to... I was coaching U18 ball. And we went to a tournament, and one of the competitions the tournament had was if you can hit a foam roller off the rim with your head, maybe I've shared this story, I don't know, you get a no. free pass to vert camp. So if you can get your head above the rim, they're going to give you a free pass to vert camp. Like Who who that can hit their head off the rim needs a, needs to go to vert camp? Yeah, you would think the people who can't do it. <laughs> right, you would think whoever's the furthest away they would give the free pass to. But they're Does like instead of it? instead of saying, "No, no high schooler is going to be able to do that unless you're an absolute True. prodigy." True. But like instead of taking a kid who has a 15-inch vert and saying, "Hey, we want to increase it to a 29 and help you do that." They take the kid with the 45-inch vert and say, "We want to see you hit 50." Like I just didn't under I think my theory is they didn't actually have the prize to get give away. So they oh, just yeah. kind of created Conspiracy. a big competition to draw some hype and 
get people involved. Maybe the competition was like, hey, put in five bucks and see if you can do it. A free moneymaker. It was a racket is, is what you're saying. It was, a, it was all a scheme. It was all a scheme. Okay, what else, what else do we have for the All-Star game? So I have skills competition. Honestly, I kind of want to see. Get rid of it. I don't, okay, well, I was going to say. Set the I, basketballs on fire or get rid of it. Okay, wow. Um, <laughs> I was going to say, because there's eight guys or six guys, just show me like a relay race. Just give me three or three guys in each team, four guys in each team. Have them cycle through it as a team. Because then I think you start to see guys be more competitive. Because that's really the problem with it. I don't think there's a problem with the skills challenge as a whole. But it's everyone takes it at like 40% speed. Where I think if you're responsible for you and your teammates. And then you're going up against other teams. And then you can start to fall behind. You see a little more added juice to the guy's step. What do you think? Just get rid of it. It's not. It's, it's indicative of nothing. It really, first of all, I don't even watch it. I maybe watch it every other year, right? Like, what if they made everyone matter. do it backwards? It doesn't matter who's in it. Everyone knows that there's not a snowball's chance in hell that, like, Vooch or Sabonis is actually more skilled at basketball than Steph Curry or Luka Doncic. And I'm not saying Vooch and Sabonis aren't skilled. Well, that's it's the just, thing, like, because they're going at 30%. Like, if Chris Paul was going at full speed, he probably would have won that. Every single year. It Like, it's just, just get rid of it. Like, no one, no one cares. It's the biggest skip, fast forward, whatever you want to call it. Like, just get rid of it. And you know yeah. what we should replace it with? Well, I was I was gonna bring up a suggestion. What was yours? Oh no 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 no! You go. You you, you go. Oh, I was gonna I'll say go. bring the shooting stars back. I missed that. Yeah, that was more fun. That was. More I fun. actually really really enjoyed it when you had the WNBA, yeah. the NBA, and the legend. I I don't the know. I just guys. really liked it. Yeah. Okay, I I, I did like that. Uh, what if we just swap that out for King of the Court? One-on-one. I think people yeah. have been clamoring for that for a while. Do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. There's you know no reason not be, to. You know what else would be kind of cool? What's Is, that? You know how the NFL has their like QB target thing? Okay. What if they just did that with basketballs? They had some close, some further, throw them in these hoops, hit targets. Like, that would be on really fire. fun. Yeah, set, set the circle on fire. <laughs> throw the ball through okay. the fiery circle. What is going on? Do you like the the Elam ending? I like, do. Should that be implemented in the regular season? Oh no, 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 not at all. I think it's an All Star Game thing. I like it for the All Star okay. Game. I think they needed it because the All Star Game gets uncompetitive. Now, I wouldn't say the flaw to it is that when there's a blowout, it doesn't work because even in a regular basketball game, when there's a blowout, there's nothing you can do. But we saw last year when the game's actually close. I, it really makes the the guys try. Yeah, I uh, I I'll put it to you this way. I'm not opposed to experimenting with that I'm, in the regular season or the postseason. I'm it not have to be a G to League it. thing. I just uh, to me it would to me I think it would be really fun, but I just I I think it takes way too much away from like the game. Well, I, it changes the game way too much. What's what's driving me to like, what's driving me to think about different endings to games? Because I hate the way games are ending now. I absolutely hate all the reviews. I I hate all that. It's but I think you get the same thing because it's just the point point total that's changing. No, I know. No, no, I I agree with you. But it's like the reason that I'm even thinking about this stuff is not good. Like the league has to figure something out. So how about this? I have another way to change the All-Star game. And this would be this would have to be no Elam ending. This okay. would just have to be a regular game. But 
So there's basically 240 minutes for a team to play in a game, right? 48 minutes times five players. That's 240. If you divide that by 12, which is the amount of players on an all-star team, that's 20 minutes each. What if the coach had to delegate? Each player had to play a max and a minimum of 20 minutes. So, like, you really have to be careful with your rotations. If you play LeBron too much, you don't have him at the end. What's the consequence if you don't don't hit it? The guy... I guess if if he goes over, as soon as the guy goes over, yeah, I mean, it would have to be some sort of points. Okay, like one point for every minute over or under. The I'm down for that. It obviously the only thing with that the problem is if you have two guys at the end of the game who played 18 minutes, then you would have to subtract the score afterwards, and maybe it would be a thing like you show a big show, but I don't know. I'm down I for that. Know. It would I have be another worst. one. Okay, what's yours? All right, so. All-star rosters are 12 people on each team, right? So it's it's 24 total people. Mm-hmm. What if you got the 24 and you simply gave them one day? Everyone had each other's numbers. You give everyone one day to make teams of three. And you simply played, I don't know, to 21 or whatever, teams of three. Is there and any I, rules with who can combine with who? No rules. And here's why I like this you're going to see rivalries come out. You know what I mean? Like you're going to see like LeBron and Steph team up to go against KD. Well, yeah, it would probably be the three Brooklyn guys together. Right. Like, so if you had, you know, I'm I'm trying to think of the players, like, um, let's see, let's see, let's see. Like you're going to have Tatum, Jalen Brown, and someone else, you know, go against Jimmy Butler. If Jimmy Butler is in it because – they have a little thing, right? Like, you know, you're you're gonna see this stuff. I I think it would be really good. Um, you would see the the three Utah guys. Like, if the three Utah guys tried to prove to everyone that they got shafted this year in terms of like the respect they're getting, that'd be awesome. That'd be a blast. It would be really fun. That's my idea. Okay, I have one more idea before we move okay. on, and sure. this is to replace that dumb celebrity game. Hey. Give me give me seven or eight coaches and have them play a game against each other. Seven coaches or eight coaches in the East, seven or eight in the West, and they play. Because you're going to have some former professional players. You're going to have some guys who literally haven't played basketball since high school. And it's strictly fan vote. It's solely fan vote. The fans get to vote on which which coaches they want to see play. It could even be all 15 on 15 if we really wanted to. But, yeah, just a minimum of, like, eight or so. And it doesn't even have to be a full game. Like, have them play a half, like two quarters. Because – it, it, they're not going to be conditioned. It's not going to be fun enough for a whole 48 minutes, but you, you like that. You like that. What if we did one half coaches and then the other half were TNT, ABC, and like ESPN announcers? Oh, I would. Okay. So I would not want to see that because it would make me probably lose respect for every analyst I listen to. Do it. That's why we, that's why we got to do it. <laughs> what if we did a coaches players com- combined game? And you got like Coaches. Stan Van Gundy trying to guard Joel Embiid. Yeah, love it. Throw them all on there. Yep, love it. That'd be Zion, fun. That'd be Zion fun. dunking on Nick Nurse, you know. Yeah. But then Nick Nurse coming back in the three in his eye. Splash, because I got to show respect to my Raptors coach, so I can't just have him getting dunked on. Got to show respect, although he would. Uh, those are some great ideas, dude. Love it. Thank you. I. Uh, hey, thank you. Honestly, okay, so <laughs> as a whole, though, I did like All-Star – weekend being moved into one night because when it goes on all weekend sure it's fun each night to see something but it kind of drags on 
where having yeah. the one night thing where I can sit down for, you know, three, three and a half hours and watch everything. I like that. I liked it. Um, I like how it's going to fill up the rest of our show. <laughs> so what, what Zach and I are going to do is we're going to go over all the all-stars this year. And we're going to uh, – I have a bunch of questions I prepared. And these questions are going to be a tool for us to, like, kind of project the rest of the careers for these players. And we're just going to go in order of Team KD, and then I'm going to go to Team LeBron. Uh, we can go quickly. We can spend more time on others um, than, than, uh, than, than other people, right? So, you know, we'll move at our own pace, obviously. But I'm going to start off, Zach, okay. with, with Bradley Beal, a three-time All-Star who's 27 years old. Okay, here's my question. Will Bradley Beal ever finish? And let me and let me just double check because now I'm freaking out that I got this wrong. Hold on. Now we have could to you ima- No, no, no. Could you imagine if I asked this question and it was already wrong? Give me one second. It'll take me 12 seconds to figure this out. 12 um, seconds. I have to stall for 12 seconds. You, no, you're good. You took no, the time he's never, to write out yo, these Bradley questions Beal. and then you got them wrong. <laughs> Bradley Beal's never made an all-NBA team. Which is surprising. What? He'll make one this year. Was that going to be your question? No. My question was going to be this. Will Bradley Beal ever make an all-NBA first team at least once? No. It's a confident no. No. Too many. And it has nothing nothing against him. Too many talented guards in the league, though. Will will he make? I I just think Luka will always be better. Steph will be better for a few more years. Um, And then... Who knows? Maybe by then we'll have no positions. Will he ever make more than one All NBA second team? I th- think of the guys. I think, bro. I think, Steph, he, could, I think Luka, he could do that. Harden, Dame, Kyrie. It's hard. It's hard. I. I'm going to give it more of a chance than him making an All-NBA first team, but I would still Zach put Levine. the odds below uh, 50%. Trey Young. Like, I, like I, I don't think he'll make – I don't know. Isn't that a tough question? It um, is. I, I need to see him on a more competitive team because that's what will help him is if he's on a team that finishes like first or second and he's still putting up crazy numbers. Is he on a Hall of Fame track? Three-time I All-Star. I, I wouldn't say right now. Three-time All-Star, 27 years old, in his prime. I don't know. The thing I don't is, know. Is he on a Hall of Fame track? Is he on a Making the Basketball Hall of Fame track? Probably. Is he on a Hall of Fame legend in my eyes? And Do you consider no. him, do you consider him, like, in the same, if you were running the Hall of Fame, if it was just you, and you didn't care about what anyone else thought, do you think he would be on a uh, on a track to enter your Hall of Fame? I wouldn't know. I have no idea. It's a a lot needs to go right, and, and so yeah, and he still has tons of time to change it, right? But as of now, I wouldn't say so. I mean, he, I if I had to guess, he'll make like between six and eight All Star games. He'll make between he'll make somewhere around three all NBA teams, but it's going to come down to like, does he leave his mark in the NBA in terms of postseason success? At right. some point he will. At I think some he will point too. he will. I, he's really, really good. I, for the life of me, can't figure out why Denver just isn't going all in and trading Michael Porter Jr. and whatever they need to trade for Bradley Beal. 
uh, that's mind blowing to me. But it you is know, what it is. Kyle Lowry would be perfect for Denver. I know he'd be very. Yeah, good I don't for want them. it to happen, so keep him in Toronto. Uh, it's so hard to say goodbye. All right, <laughs> Ky- <laughs> Kyrie Irving now a seven-time All Star, multiple All NBA teams. Here's my question for you, Zach. Okay, I don't want you to think about his current team, just in a vacuum. So we are inside a vacuum, dusting up the carpet now. So in a vacuum, does he have enough talent? to be an MVP of this league. Have you ever done that thing where you put the vacuum up to your lips and like you and like it sucks your lips off? Yeah, we have to specify that like we're talking about one of those like uh, hose vacuums, not like a vacuum cleaner. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm talking about. I immediately <laughs> Yeah, you didn't just lay on the ground and roll a vacuum over your face. I immediately I was like, "Bro, what are they doing in Canada?" Um, that's what we do <laughs> to wash ourselves. We don't actually shower or anything. We use vacuums. Shower. You use washrooms. Um, okay. But no. You don't think he has... Okay, so let me just uh, reify one more time for our listeners. Does he have, in a vacuum, M- like winning the MVP award? Not top three finish, not top five, but like MVP talent. <sighs> well, okay, here's the thing. MVP talent, to me, all depends on the talent of the other guys in the league as well. Because that's all that sure. matters in winning the award is how you fare in comparison to the other guys. And I always will think there will be, you know, 10 to 15 guys better than him. I think you're I, I think you're right. I think he's really close. Uh, There's but, a lot of really, really good players in the league who won't even make all-star games. You know, but if he, he in this scenario, he would have to be the best player on his on his own team. Right. You couldn't have a Kevin Durant. You couldn't have a Harden. I think that, and, that that Boston year was his best chance. He had a yeah. very good opportunity of being the best player. They had a very good opportunity of being the best team in the league, you know, record-wise at least. And obviously he didn't do it, got hurt, you know, everything else that went wrong. But I think that was his best chance, and now I, I can't see it happening. Okay, here's uh, moving on, here's my next player. Giannis, okay? Does the narrative on his career, right, so his status as an NBA legend – because he he will be one, oh, right? Yeah. He's a he's he'll, a multiple he'll make time the Hall of Fame already. Oh yeah, yeah. he's a multiple time Hall um, MVP winner. Multiple okay? time Hall of Famer. He's made this yo. He's made the Hall so many times. Um, does his career hinge on him winning a title? Oh, Oh, one hundred percent. It already has. The guy's like is that 20, fair? I don't think it is. The guy's like twenty six, and. It literally already has. If he won a championship last year or the year before, whenever, already, the view on him would be way different. Now, do I think it's fair in a vacuum? Once again, back in this vacuum. No, I don't think it's fair to judge individuals on championships. In his case, I don't think it's necessarily unfair. I don't think it's fully fair because I never think you can put winning or losing a chip on one player. But his individual performance hasn't lived up to, well, he easily could win a chip and he's been killing it in the playoffs it's just his teammates so here okay i'm gonna ask you uh another question a follow-up if he wins a title okay let's let's say he just wins one where would you project him to finish top all time top 50 top 25 Uh, i'd probably i'd probably go within the i think within the top 20 because he's if a multiple-time he, MVP. 
if he never wins a title, does that change for you? Does it move him back to maybe top 25, top 30? It probably moves him back a bit, yeah. Which I'm, I'm being very hypocritical here, but I do think rings matter. But it's it's not to the extent that we try to make it seem. So here's so he's an absolutely fantastic generational talent. And I don't want to undersell him. But the difference between him and guys like LeBron and Kawhi, in my opinion, Kevin Durant, is that there's whatever team those three guys, LeBron, Kawhi, KD, whatever team they're on, I feel like that team has a, a, like an, a really, really significant chance to go to the finals. There are times when like I'm, I'm looking at Giannis' team and I'm like, all right, they obviously have a chance to go, but I'm not as confident as I would be with those other guys. You know, no, I, I think you could throw any three. You could throw those three guys on literally any team in the NBA right now, and I'd say, okay, that's a really, that's either a contender or a really strong playoff team. Like if you threw them on OKC, I wouldn't say that's a contender, but I'd still have them finishing, right. you know, somewhere in the playoff picture. You throw Giannis anywhere, it's to a lesser extent. It's a, okay, that's still a really strong playoff team. That team could be a contender. Obviously, if you put them on the Lakers or whatever, that's for sure a contender. But it's it's basically just a step below them. It's three. it's slightly different, but that's the difference between tiers. And it's not a knock. It's just it is what it is. All right. Kevin Durant. Can we uh it, it's it's not a hot take to say that he is the best scorer to ever play the game, right? No, I think you could see other opinions, but if someone said it, like you could you shouldn't be flabbergasted. Will he finish as a top ten player of all time? He sh- he should. And I Who don't do- know if he I don't know if he will in some people's eyes because if he who does wins, he bump out? Uh, see, well, that's the thing. Is like, who's your top ten? I don't know, but I do think Kevin Durant. When I watch him play, he is one of the ten best basketball players I've ever seen. I agree with you. Yeah. Okay. I was going to ask a question, but it's going to be hard to compare between yeah. positions. So we'll, we'll move on. We can move. Um, on. Joel Embiid. I was. I'm. As of right now, he is my MVP, and I'm. You projecting love Joel him. Embiid. Yeah, I've had a big like, turnaround on him just him, because he's answered all the questions. Him, you want him to dunk on you so he can put his nuts in your face. Like, that's how much you like him. Yeah, that's fair. I'm not going to – I mean, I'm not going to – I would like to have that story as gross as it is. <laughs> how how many people can say, hey, this happened to me? Hey, Joel um, okay. nuts were in my face. Here's my question. Over under for his career – one and a half MVPs. Because <sighs> I have him this Man. year. It's his to yeah, lose. Yeah, he very well, he could very well win it this year. Um, there are not many man, multiple times MVP well, guys that, though, right? Well, that's what's tough is you can win the first. I don't want to say you can win the first easily because you still have to be the best player in the league for that season to win it. But you can right. win a first having a really, really good season. But to win a second, you not only have to well outperform the others most of the time you have to outperform your mvp season you have to fight a narrative too right so i'm gonna say no but i think he'll win one and he'll finish like top three in you know one two three more years it's tough man but there's there is a window right now with with lebron getting older with Giannis having voter fatigue with brooklyn being as stacked as they are and with Luca, with his team underperforming as well as Denver, there is a window for him to win two, if not 
maybe even more MVPs if he just simply continues to play the way he's playing. He can. It's like, just, it's so narrative based though too, right? And people are is. always trying to find new exciting narratives on the MVP. So I wouldn't be surprised, but I'm going to say under. Okay, that's fair. What do you? All right, Jalen Brown. Uh, I would go with. Uh, I'd go with over. I think for him to win a second, would. it would have to be one of those defensive player of the year plus MVPs like Giannis did. He can do it though, which he is possible. It. Yeah, it is. He can do it. Um, all right. This one is more open-ended. So Jalen Brown obviously made his first All-Star game, and, and he looks pretty good. And there's a great picture of him and Jason Tatum defending each other and, like, smiling at each other, which is so freaking heartwarming. But either way, um, just I just want to hear your general thoughts, man. What are your expectations? I'm not ceiling, right? But, what, like, what what do you project for the rest of his career, you know? what What path is he on? A guy who... I think once he reaches his absolute peak, could be the second best player in a championship team. I don't think I ever see him getting to that true number one option like a LeBron, KD, Kawhi, where it's, you know, they're going on, like we said, they're going anywhere and they're making them contenders. I think they can be a second best player or he can be a second best player on a championship team. Probably make multiple all-star games. Like, how old is he right now? Like, only 22 or something? 23? 23, 24. Super young. I could see him making, you know, seven eight around their all-star games total because i think he will be a real threat in in the league for the long time i don't know i can't predict if he'll win a championship or not because that like i said it all depends on who what team he's on or who's around him but yeah uh easily a guy who at his peak could be the second best player on a on a chip team if i were to fast forward to the future and say zach i just came back you know 25 years from the future jalen brown is a hall of famer would that surprise you or no uh it would it wouldn't shock me to the point where my jaw hits the floor, but okay. it would. How be far a little, is your jaw dropping? Like enough for like a nipple, belly like button, a, maybe for like a hmm, mom's a pubis, object. like a like a charger block to fit in. I'd be like, oh, like a, oh. <laughs> okay, so oh. I went with, I went with how far is your jaw dropping, and you went with what could fit in your mouth. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> 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 enough for me to put a charger block in you know pretty comfortably I'd be like oh that's we need interesting a... but i wouldn't be like Ugh. right it wouldn't be cartoonish um right. he's gonna be such a fun player to watch and he's a great guy yeah, all right he is. james harden we're gonna go back remember in math class when you're learning algebra you went with variables right x y you know whatever james harden is a top x player of all time he will finish as a top x player of all time so my list, once again, is different than the majority of people. So are you just saying my list or as a general? No, your consensus? list. Your list. Probably top 20. I agree. He I is so good, fun. and he probably is higher than that as an individual basketball player. His playoff performances and you know his lack of ring, and if he wins a ring, it'll be on this absolutely insane team, kind of hurts him a bit. But yeah. when I just compare, as you say, in a vacuum – at him as a basketball player compared to other guys, he probably is like a top 13, 12, 10 basketball player because like he's so good. Yeah, I, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be very open and honest with everybody. I am a uh, just simply rooting against him. I I just don't want him to win a championship. I thought what he did during a pandemic to his team that's given everything to him was one of the most immature things I've seen like an adult athlete do in a long time. Um I'm rooting against him. There's so much fun to root against. I don't like Kevin Durant either. I just think he's like 
a weird dude who sold out to win his title. And those are my thoughts. So uh, as a as a Celtic fan, your favorite yeah. in the Brooklyn Big Three is Kyrie Irving. Man, that's saying something. Thought? <laughs> who would have? Or do thought? you just okay. like Blake Griffin so much better than all of them? Yeah, it's Blake and uh, the rumor that Andre Drummond's going to sign there or something like and that. Joe Even Harris. though Connecticut stand up. All right, so. I'm going to skip around a little bit and we might have to double back to some other guys on team KD just so we can like get around to the other guys. But, um, okay. I I don't know how I want to phrase this question, but it's going to be about Ben Simmons. So is there any player in the NBA more than Ben Simmons who on any given night can either look like a top five player or a top 25? Like he fluctuates so much between is there? So I'll just put it that way. Is there any other player in the NBA that fluctuates more than him? Uh, okay, so it obviously has to be an all-star player because you can't be a top-five player without being right. an all-star player. There um, are some nights he looks like a top-five guy. Do you have True. any answers to this, or is your answer like no. clearly him? Because I'm I trying think to think him. right now as I as I go through this, and I can't really think of anyone. Uh, my only answer, and and it wouldn't be fluctuating between top five and top twenty five. It would be more like fluctuating between top yeah. fifteen and top thirty. Would to me be a guy like honestly Jamal, <laughs> like both uh, him. But I was gonna say like both Utah guys, like Mitchell or Gobert. Yeah. They have some nights where they're very fluctuated. Sure. But no, a guy, Ben Simmons is really yeah, just all over the place. I have one more team KD guy I want to talk to you about. Then we'll uh, move on to Team LeBron. So Jason Tatum is he someone? who has a realistic chance of winning an MVP at some point in his life? Uh, yes. I think so too, dude. But I feel like if you gave me an over-under of 0.5 and made me put money on it, I would take the under. I would go under as well. But like, even if you say, all right, this guy has a 10% chance in his career of winning an MVP, like that's pretty significant. Dudes don't win MVPs. Like, it just doesn't happen. Right. Like, well, yeah. it, it's so rare. And to finish top right. three in MVP, like, there's a huge difference between finishing top three in MVP or top two in MVP and winning MVP. I'm not saying, like, individually that season, like, there's a huge difference between those two players. But just in your legacy and in your Hall of Fame case and just how you're recognized as a player, there's a huge difference between having one and finishing second in, like, seven years. Agreed. Okay, we're going to move on to team uh, – well said, by the way. We're going to move on to team LeBron. And I'm going to start with Steph Curry. Uh, <laughs> Steph Curry, same question Craziness. I gave to same, – same question I gave. So seven-time All-Star, obviously um, one of the best MVP seasons of all time, in my opinion. One of the best shooting – the best shooting season we've ever seen. Um, same question that, that I did for James Harden. Steph Curry is a top X player of all time. First of all, shout-out to Mike Conley for actually making the three-point contest interesting and making Steph Appreciate work that. for it. Uh, not for Thanks, a second Mike. did I think Steph was going to miss that last shot, though. Like, I just had so much confidence nah. in him. But either way, right. top X player of all time. Man, I maybe I'm too young and being too current-centric, but I still think he's like a top 10 to 15 player of all time. Multiple-time MVP, multiple-time champion, greatest shooter of all time. I just, like, he's, he's really good. I don't know what the answer to this question is in terms of a number, but wherever I have James Harden on my top – list right Steph Curry will Steph's be few, ahead of him a few spots of, ahead of that yeah I agree yeah. it's 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 too hard to compare errors I always say that but 
Yeah, he's definitely one of the all-time greats, wherever, however long the list of all-time greats is. Here's one more Steph question, and I love this one. In our lifetime, me and you, will we ever see a better shooter of the basketball? Yeah, we already have one on this pod, me. Boy. Uh, no, I don't, go- so. I don't think so. <laughs> I don't think so. I don't, I don't, I don't think so. I don't I think don't, so either. I don't know. He, Players evolve. He shoots. Like, there's going to be a kid in grade four who shoots like him in like five years. He <laughs> he know. shoots a basketball the way Babe Ruth hit a baseball. It's just yeah. – it's it's inherent within who he is. All so right. effortless. Yeah, it's, it's remarkable. All right. Luca, here's one. Over, under, two and a half MVPs in his career. I'll go under. Because – uh, bro, the, we know he's a lock to get at least one. I think so. Yeah, I think he's a lock to get one. Like we said, like I said he, before, he can get it this year still if they go on a yeah, run. Yeah, yeah. Like I, well, yeah. Like I said about Embiid, the bar to winning two is crazy. The bar to winning three is you are a legitimate top seven player of all time. I think, and I could easily see the over. I, I can know. see the over, but if you're asking, when you ask me these questions, I ask as if. The bookie's in front of me. I have to put money on it. Which right. am I choosing? And I would choose the under, but in no I way would I be it. surprised by the over. If I had to, yeah, if I had to bet, I would go under, but right. he is one of a handful of players in the NBA who could who you could feasibly win three. Oh, yeah. I'd, I'd bet the under, then sit nervously on my couch for 10 years. For 10 years. <laughs> Zach, Zach wouldn't say one Never word. Never getting up. We would, we would have a silent show. Zach, Zach wouldn't say one word. Uh, it, would just, it would just be me. Okay. LeBron James. This one's straightforward. When it's all said and done with him. And by the way, Adam Taylor put out a good tweet about this the other day. LeBron James has played in 24% of all All-Star games. That's amazing. Okay, and he's probably going to break the record. The record is 19 by Kareem. He's going to break that. What's he at? Okay. 17. Has he made it all but his rookie year? Yes, which Which is bizarre. Even debatably, he could have made it then. Yeah. So yeah, he's going to beat that. My question for him is simple. Will he leave basketball as the greatest player of all time? Yes, because in my opinion, I think he already is. I I think one big thing that we're not going to realize till 10 years after his career is done, five years after his career is done, is I legitimately think LeBron's going to be the first player to leave the NBA, the first great to leave the NBA without a drop-off. Like, we saw it in Kobe, he fell off. We saw it in Jordan, he fell off. Shaq fell off. I think LeBron is going to exit his last year in the league as at least an all-star. I think it's going to take a couple of years, but we're going to look back on his career and look at the consistent, the consistency over how many seasons, you know, whatever number of seasons he ends up playing, and realize that that is unprecedented. Like, the only other person to do that would be, like, Gordie Howe. Yeah, we're not, right? we're not a, we're, yeah, you did, you did. We're not appreciating the longevity right now. And I think that's also partially just because people refuse to like, appreciate anything in LeBron. But after his right. career is done and he's not playing anymore, we're going to realize, wow, no one can play 23 years and have an all-star season every single one of those. Yeah, I, yeah, I think we're on the same page. Okay, I'm going to move on. Uh, we got to go a little bit quicker now just to touch on some guys. Kawhi Leonard, five-time all-star. Here's one. Now, I'm not talking about career. I'm just talking about talent, like offense and defense. Is he a better all-around basketball player than Steph Curry? 
<laughs> oh, Isn't man. that tough, dude? It At first, it seems like a dumb question, but then you think about it. Like, so defense my, considered. Yeah, yeah. Here's the thing. Here, here's, how, here's how I'll answer this. If you're just asking me to put their talents together, I would probably take Kawhi Leonard, you know, here's this word again, in a vacuum with your lips, your lips sucked up by a vacuum. I'd take That's Kawhi. Right. But to me, the most important skill in a basketball player or a baseball, football, hockey player is your ability to contribute to winning. And I think Steph does that more than Kawhi, personally. I just think it's the most skill, your ability to contribute to winning. Who cares if you can score 100 points if it doesn't contribute to winning? Who cares if you can lock down everyone if it doesn't contribute to winning as much as the next guy? So that's how I'll answer that. Such and a that's a that's, that's a very it's a very cop out answer. So Zach's going into politics. If you're acting, if you're asking who's more talented, give me Kawhi probably. If you're asking who's a better player, I'll take Steph. Such a political answer, Justin Trudeau. Um, okay, <laughs> call me that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, next up, Jokic, three-time All Star. Okay, uh, he's that, and he's a guy who's going to finish. You know. Barring injury, he's a guy who's going to finish with like 11, 12, you know. Yeah. yeah. But here's my question can, can he go down as the best offensive big ever? Talking oh, yeah. scoring, for sure. for sure. Passing. How, con- a scale of one to 10, how confident are you that by the time he hangs him up, he's going to be the best offensive big man to ever play? We're talking Hakeem. Like in, Shaq. Like in Will. The hard thing is. No, I'm going to say like an eight or so because I think he's the best passing big ever. One of the best shooting bigs we've ever seen. He can play yeah. in the post. He can play face up. I just think he. Because we had this conversation about Towns being the most versatile offensive scoring big ever. Right. I think as a whole, Jokic is the most versatile offensive big ever already. So he has that going for him. And he's right. really freaking good. And he, he is so deceivingly young that he's only going to get better. And, yeah, I'm going to say, yeah, I'll go, yeah. Okay, love it. I you, love that answer. So? I, lo- I love uh, – he's tough. got a chance. He's got a – like, it's just different eras. Like, right. Shaq, in my opinion, was so physically dominant. And, like, yeah. there's a difference between, like, skill and – like, Skill with the basketball and skill with right. your body. Well, and I was and, just about to say that. Like, I think Jokic can go down as the best offensive big of all time without being the most dominant offensive big of all time. Okay, I have a, I have a couple questions for you. Okay, and it's going to be three of the same people: uh, Donovan Mitchell, Devin Booker, Anthony Davis. Can any of those three guys? Will any of those three guys? ever be the best player on a championship team uh no and i'm pretty confident with that the the one i see having a chance is davis if he has the right Right. roster around him and there might be we might get a year where davis is like slightly better than lebron and actually plays that way in a finals right um kind of like a 1a 1b well here's the thing like 20 years ago, sure. Yeah, he, he could probably be the best player in a championship team. But the bar for that, and now the bar for the second best player in a championship team, has increased tremendously. Like, AD mm. is on the level of you have to be that to be a second best player in a championship team. You have to be James Harden to be the second best player in a championship team. You even look at guys like 
Philly and you see Ben Simmons, like crazy player. Do we think he's yeah. good enough to be the second best player in the championship team? I don't know. I don't think so. Unless you have a really strong third and fourth. Because yeah. that was the thing with the Raptors. Like Pascal was still amazing, but he's not a guy we look at as, yeah, you can be right. the second best player in the championship team. But it was because they had a really good third in Lowry, an all-star third. They had a fourth in Marcus Gasol, who's one of the all-time greats, and then a Bach of Emily right. Powell, like their whole roster as a whole. So, yeah, I would say no. That's my long-winded answer of saying no. Okay. No, I, I get that, man. And you're not going to get much pushback from me there. Um, let's move on to Dame Lillard. Good, because I really and, was hoping you would – if you weren't going to bring him up, I was. Okay. Because I have I put some this, stats for him. I put this word in parentheses. I put the word malpractice. And here's my question. Has any player been more wronged by their franchise than Dame Lillard? Um... Wow, I don't know. I have to think back to every single team. Are you? I, I think mean, they've done him so dirty over so the years. So it's hard for me to say, yes, he's been done the most dirty of any player in the league because that's just, there's no way I can think through every situation. But he, he has, like, he's he's on the list of guys who just, you know, their team hasn't, his team hasn't helped him put together a contender or gone all in. And, like, not even really close, though. No, it's I not can't... close at all. His second best player all respects to C.J. McCollum is C.J. McCollum, who, as we all say, man, he really should be an all-star. But the truth of the matter is he isn't. And guys right. have second-best players who are clear, adamant all-stars every single year. They just, uh, like Portland, I can't remember one season where I've sincerely been like, yo, that team's a contender for real. Not once. Not once. They've been the most see-through, okay, fake contender that there's been. And I feel so bad for Dame. I, I can't wait till he ends up on another team. I sincerely cannot. Can I tell you, this guy, he's recognized as one of the most clutch players in the game. I think he literally should be recognized as one of the clutchest players of all time. Like, can all I time. read you his clutch stats this year? Please do. So, in uh, 19 clutch games, which are, you know, last five minutes within five points, he's played mm -hmm. he's played 71 minutes, which that's insane in itself. He is shooting 63% from the field on 49 attempts, 58% from three on 24 attempts, and 100% from the line on 28 attempts, being a plus 42. He's been doing this too. This guy, and the shots he takes aren't easy. He doesn't, have, he doesn't have a guy to take away the attention of the defense. Because like we mentioned, when CJ McCollum's on the floor, he's that guy, but he's still nothing to the point where teams are absolutely terrified by him. And he hasn't even played most of this year. So he's literally just pulling up in guys' faces. Like, remember that Portland-Golden State game a week ago or so? And he just yeah. pulled up a step back. Like, this guy's crazy. He's nuts. He's, he, yo, get this guy on another team. I'm going to start a petition. Go door to door. How about him, a guy for over under 0 0.5 MVPs? You got to hit the under. I think his window is pass. Oh, man. I see. That's the thing. If he was on a better team this year. Like, he might have been able to do it. If he was on a better team last year, he might have been able to do it. Yeah, well, you know what? But Portland I would still has... hit the under, as you're saying. But, man, it's he's that he's that talented. Zach, do I have time for one 30-second question? Hey, we got time for one or two more, depending how quick we go. All right. I just want your general career projection for Zion. What's wow, up with uh, him? That's loaded. Uh, that, is not <laughs> 30, no. that is not a 30-second question. It's not, but like, what do you what do you think's gonna happen in his career? Factor in injury, team, yeah. skill, all that. Yeah. So I don't want to predict 
um, a devastating injury to a guy, so I'm not going to. But I do think his weight and the way he plays will wear him down faster than a typical player. I still see him making double-digit all-star teams. Whether that's 14, 10, 15, it depends how quick his body wears down, if it does. I, I hope it doesn't. I'm just saying what I think. Um, I don't know. He He's a guy who... Could he be? He could be like a one B on a championship team. I don't see him ever reaching those KD, LeBron, Kawhi levels, but I could easily see him being on a team with a guy who is on his same level and they're good enough to win it. You know what I mean? Do you think he can? Do you think he'll win uh, an MVP in his career? I do. Yeah, I think so too. Yeah, I think he's gonna I, have I, a season yeah, where he I, gets I, like I thirty game on sixty percent shooting. Yeah, I wouldn't yeah. be surprised if he wins too. Okay. Yeah, those are his ion thoughts. Brought to you by. Matt and Zach. <laughs> he is he's a freak. He's a generation generational talent. Obviously being the fourth youngest all star in, in history, you have to be. But they have yeah, to man. go all in on him now. He's so knowing, big. Knowing his body and the potential it has to break down, they're gonna I, I they they have to go all in right now. Yeah. They have to. Because you don't want to risk that. You don't want to look back and he's already twenty nine and like doesn't have the explosiveness anymore. No, when you have a guy on a rookie contract who's good enough to be the best or second best player in a team, you have to go all in. That's why Dallas has to go all in on yeah. Luca. New Orleans has to go all in on Zion. I'm not even opposed to saying that soon enough, Memphis is going to have to go all in having Jaw and Jaron Jackson Jr. both on their they rookie should. deals. Yeah, I get it. Um, we'll see, man. It's going to be he's. Could probably be the most interesting player to watch over the next five years. My do, you have, do you have one more player? We got time for one more. Do I have one more? Yeah, Rudy Gobert. He's uh, a top X defensive player of all time. He's probably he's he's got to be in the top ten. You're not a multiple time defensive player of the year. I think his defense is top slightly five? overrated. No, 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 no. I think there's five better defenders than him because I don't think he's as versatile. But for his position and what he does, top ten. Yeah. I don't know, man. I'm gonna give him top five. Some of the stuff he does in the turn, just changing the way teams play basketball when he's in the game is, like, outstanding. Yeah, I just think, to me, you have to be a bit more versatile, and I think there's guys on that list who are more versatile. But either way, uh, I don't hate it. That is our show. Follow me on Twitter at ZachWilsonNBA. Follow Matt at MattEsposito underscore. And follow the Playgrounder at PlaygrounderNBA. Guys, check us out every Wednesday morning, 9 a.m. Eastern Dash Radio, or wherever you get your podcasts. We stayed up till the morning. Talk until the first light of dawn Just like fate without no warning It hit me so